Let's bring in our Falcon guru, Rick Flatford from Fox Sports. All right, so they've got a new defensive tackle, albeit from the enemy, David Anyamata. And then they've just agreed evidently to a deal with Jesse Bates for safety. They have brought back, uh, re-signed on extension Chris Lindstrom, re-signed their punter Bradley Pinion, re-signed the fullback Keith Smith and traded for Jonu Smith, a tight end from the Patriots. We, we haven't seen this kind of activity in a decade for this team, have we? We haven't, but before we get started, Bill, let me say, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You're not hey, still in Arizona, are you? I'm sitting on my brother-in-law's back porch in Glendale right now. Oh, my gosh. How about that? And how many games have you been to yet? I'm going to hate you for this answer, am I not? Only five. Oh, my God. I tell you, in a couple years, I'm coming out. We're going to go to some Cactus League games. Hey, you should. You sh- you should by then. Hopefully, Snitker will be retired and he can come with you. Oh, yeah, that'd be fine. So, what do y'all do? Go to baseball games of the day and run down the border to protect it late at night? <laughs> yep. Baseball <laughs> during the day and we go to the border at night. You're right. I'm <laughs> sorry, Russ. <laughs> We're, yeah, border crossing guards. That's us. You know, we got the yellow the yellow vest and the orange stock guard. That's us. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you called because this is a big day for the Falcons, right? It is, you know, and I've not really been keeping up. I was kind of, I was hoping to uh, speak, speak to uh, Terry Fontenot last night, and he promised me he'd call me, and he never did. Uh, obviously, there's some things going on there. But, I, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. I will say this about Bates, and, and you probably know this, I'm sure, and your listeners, uh, those folks are really educated football folks, uh, as I've learned firsthand. Bill Bates, or Billy Bates, Bates himself, the safety, is one of the best safeties in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Huge pickup. Uh, it's one of the few things I'd say they've done right so far. I still think there's a lot of uh, inner working going on. Many, I think, some they're strategizing. I'm not sure who's winning. You know, is it Arthur Smith or Terry Fontenot? I'm kind of anxious to hear. Um, I think they were a little bit disappointed that the Panthers were so aggressive about that first pick and gave up so much because mm. now I think they're kind of stuck. Um, and not not that that's a bad thing. I still don't know that we know the answer about Desmond Ritter. So. I don't know. It's well. It's, I, I it's would think a lot of things happen. Uh, we, we we were speculating on this earlier, actually, off there. You kind of wonder if if uh, that trade for for Carolina getting the number one pick, going from nine to one, uh, it, it almost guarantees even more that those quarterbacks are going to per, go pretty early. So, I mean, I, I'm really anxious to see kind of how it how it slides down the the line there. I mean, there's even talk that. That Richardson may be the number one pick, which amazes me. But um, you know, it, it's it's interesting with no offensive lineman sign yet. Could that be where they're they're leaning with the draft if if this continues here? I mean, I know we've still got plenty of time left here, but uh, they they did not sign Caleb McGarry back yet. They did not sign the uh, McGlinchey kid from San Francisco. He went to Denver for a big deal. So you just kind of wonder if uh, the Skaronsky kid from from was uh, was Con- no Northwestern or or our boy Broderick Jones from UGA could be that number eight pop pop there in the first round. Yeah, I tell you, and then one just side note here: McGlinchey actually, you know, is a Notre Dame guy, played at San Francisco, but he's also the first cousin of Matt Ryan. Right. So 
Uh, and he, he had a pretty decent career out there. But, you know, you've said this for a couple of years, me being on your show. I know this. They have to address the line, the defensive line. And it looks like they're trying to do that on the defensive side, period. But the safety, of course, Bates as well. But that offensive line has to be shored up. And maybe you're right. Maybe you don't go spend a bunch on a quarterback till you get that fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say this about the Richardson potentially being the first pick. Wow. That'd be, no that would kidding. be absolutely good. Good for the Panthers. Uh, meaning, well, good for everybody but the Panthers because yeah. I just don't see him being that big-time quarterback. I'm with you. Good luck, Frank Reich. We'll see how good you are with that quarterback situation there. Uh, Rick Flatt for joining yeah, we, us from Arizona. Go ahead. We And we know that Frank Reich is a uh, power-hungry, you know, micromanager, so I'm, I'm anxious to see how that works. Oh, yeah. With, with whoever he brings in there, so. Yeah, no, I, I, I am too. Well, um you know they, they've they've definitely helped this defense, and and I'm just really anxious to see who uh, what what's kind of next. We knew I think we all knew Bates was coming. Yeah, I, I I told Russ when he came in here at three o'clock. I said I'm shocked that Bates still hasn't been announced yet, and it was about thirty thirty minutes ago. Um, because uh, and we've had several people kind of speculating that uh, all right, defense with free agency, offense with the draft here, and and it looks like that. So so far. Um, but but uh, they they need to they they got that tight end from from New England, which I guess negates the possibility of Darnell Washington being a target uh, if they moved up in the late late first round. And they they still do need a receiver though, do they? Because we got to remember the uh, Zacchaeus kid's a free agent. Yep, and getting interest by the way. And I spoke to Desmond Ritter last week, and he he likes him. Uh, you know, they've, they've got a pretty good rapport. I th- you know, Desmond is doing everything you want your quarterback to do to develop relationships with these guys. And, you know, we don't know that he's not going to be the guy. Uh, we don't know that he is because he's not been given that chance. And wouldn't it be great to see him get a chance and, and do well? Um, would they do that? Because he and Arthur Smith's relationship, when I spoke to him last week about their relationship, he said there is no communication whatsoever between Arthur Smith and your, your starting quarterback. So that's you know that's 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 difficult. I, I just don't see how they work around that. But I mean, who who knows what Arthur Smith is thinking? Well, I, I know it's still going to be kind of a question mark. There's no doubt about that. If he, um, I mean, I, I just can't imagine why you wouldn't go with Smith. You you you're you're not going to get the number one pick. You're not going to be able to choose any one of those four. You may have a man crush on. They've already pretty much said they're not going after Lamar Jackson, which I think is good. So it's like okay. You know, to move on with Desmond and see. You're going to need a quarterback. There's no question because Logan Woodside is not. I don't think who you want is your backup and your other guy in there. So, uh, but anyway, just the 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 order of how they're doing this, and I guess it's you know, however they get to an agreement with these guys, they still have some cap room left. But uh, you know, these are these are two big moves here to get a safety and a and a defensive tackle. And I mean, you wonder, Rick. Uh, you know, they brought back Lorenzo Carter. They, they've got these three kids from the last two drafts, Ogodunji, Malone, and Ibikite. Are they going to just let them try to develop and, and get another star edge out of that, or is that somewhere they're going to go and turn to next in free agency? Yeah, I think that is the logical thing. You have to get an edge rusher because if you can't put pressure on a quarterback, we know you definitely expose a poor secondary. We've seen that for the last several years. I'll tell you what's intriguing to me. If Jalen Carter's available at that pick, I think you jump up and down and get somebody like a Jalen Carter. Just think, and I think I heard this in, in, you know, while I was on hold here, you saying this and made a good point. Between uh, 
you know, Jarrett, Grady Jarrett and Jalen Carter. Can you imagine what that defensive line looks oh, like? Oh, no question. No, yeah, we were – well, we were talking about that right before, you know, all the trouble came about for Jalen and, and wondering if there was any way at that point for them to move up. And, it, it you know, do you think, though, that the, the Omian um, – the new guy from New Orleans is going to negate that possibility of Jalen Carter being drafted, or could they still go in that direction? Man, I I I would love to think, uh, and I, I you know I have to do some work on this, but I would love to think that they would still be after a Jalen Carter. You can't; have, it's impossible to have too much on the defensive line. I mean, you can rotate players in and out. We've seen teams do it successfully, and those teams inevitably go deep in the playoffs because they're you know sending. There's two different lines for them, so to speak. So the first and second string guys are interchangeable on a lot of those occasions and makes a huge difference. Uh, but they've never developed any depth. Let's face that. They've always struggled with depth. So I think it's intriguing, though. Jalen Carter would be a huge pickup. My gosh, what a pickup. I know that, uh, that uh, Josh Kendall from The Athletic predicted yesterday in his uh, kind of wish list for free agency that they not only signed on Yamada, and you got to figure out how the hell I pronounce that name because I'm going to pronounce it 50 different ways until you tell me. And then also Sheldon Rankins, uh, a second defensive tackle, and he was saying, especially with Taquan Graham out because the ACL, uh, you, you need that, that strength there. And, you know, he played pretty well for the Jets. So, I mean, in that regard, that wouldn't rule out if they did have a second tackle in – in mind or in need that if they don't, don't get one through free agency, because I would think after we see them kind of settle down here with free agency, Rick, we're going to know what direction they're probably leaning in for the draft. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm still a little, you know, I guess uh, I'm sure about, you know, my sources, I, I've had them say one thing and I've had them say something else. I'm not really sure where they're going with that, but I'm, I'm not sure that they know either. I think there, there's, there's a bit of disconnect maybe still between the head coach and the general manager, but I, I would say one thing for sure. This division is wide open, and it won't take a lot to – I mean, granted, Carr signed in New Orleans, and that's a, that's a good signing for them. And I know you love the Saints, and I know you love my buddy Drew Brees. Um, yeah, right. Wow, you're, you're silent on that. Wow, I even, I even stopped and gave you a yeah. second. There. No, I said, yeah, right. I mean, you know, yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I uh, well, no comment. <laughs> yeah, I set you up there. My bad. It's your birthday. It's not my <laughs> but yeah, you know that's uh, so. If you improve that defense just a little bit more, and you can run the football, uh, they're not that far off. At least the division. No, I, th- I think you're right. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Tampa Bay does not know what they're going to do with the quarterback situation. There's rumors about Baker Mayfield going there and competing with Kyle Trask. You know, uh, Carolina obviously is going to go with the number one pick more than likely, unless they do trade it down, which I think is a crock. And you know New Orleans, while they're okay, they got all their they got all their their quarterback situation figured out. But you know what? Um, <laughs> they just lost three members of their line. They just they're, they're yeah. losing Davenport, Shy Tuttle, and also the kid uh, Amianata for us. So it's like, what the hell are you going to do on defense now, in New Orleans? Yeah, they've they've had to cut some some of the fat out of the the budget, yeah. so to speak, and and. You know, the Falcons still have a lot of money. The Falcons, the Colts, uh, the Jets, those guys still have money to spend. Uh, I don't think, you know, that's none of that leads to any type of activity necessarily with the Falcons. But, gosh, you know, it's wouldn't it be something if we talk about this time 
you know, next year after they've just, you know, competed in the playoffs for the first time in oh, yeah. years. And oh, it could happen. Gosh, and it could, it, yeah, it could happen. I, I will say this, too. Anybody listening that you know, is unsure about Desmond Ritter as a person, I'm really impressed with the kid. The more I get a chance to talk to him one-on-one, uh, he believes he's going to be a player in the league for a long time, and he said there's nothing that Arthur Smith could tell me that would lead me to be – to believe otherwise. Mm, said, good. I'll be here playing or I'll be somewhere. I will be a starter in the NFL for a long time. I love that confidence. He's got yeah. to prove all that, of course. But wouldn't that be cool to have that? Oh, it, yeah. It'd be, uh, be unique for sure. I hope he gets opportunity for, for certain. He, he's, uh, I think, a good prospect. I can't wait to see what they do to build around him. Hey, Rick, thanks for checking in with us. We appreciate it. Be careful out there, and we'll talk to you again soon, okay? That sounds great.